Hi, this is Tandy. And this is Franco. And you're listening to the Busy and Unbothered Podcast, brought to you by 118 Media. (laughs) (laughs) Franco, you stay in trouble with our listeners. So? Look, we busy and unbothered. The Busy and Unbothered Podcast. Thank you for joining the Busy and Unbothered Podcast. This is Tundi. I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Franco. Franco is here. How are you, Franco? I'm great. You How are behaving? you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. You've been behaving yourself? Probably not. Probably not. That'd be too much like right. I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm also joined by my friend who looked like he's going to be a regular guest. We're going to have to go and make him permanent. Mm-hmm. T. Reezy. What up? What up? What up? Glad to be back again. This is fun. I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. You been doing okay? I've been doing great. You know, just coming off of a nice weekend of fun field things and trick-or-treating last night with the children. And that was amazing. I guess. You guess. <laughs> I guess. Kids running all over the place. Trick-or-treat. <laughs> that was my first time. But it was cool. It was it was real cool. But I'm doing, I'm doing great. We are also joined by my girl, <laughs> my partner in crime. Y'all's producer. <laughs> Our producer. Hey. The, one, the one that keep us all together. Totally hey. Team Tony. Hey, you guys. Thank you, y'all for including me today. Hey, Tony. Hey, Frank. Look, I, y'all just, I just want to say, y'all are just the best. I just love y'all so much. I really do. I needed you today. I feel like with this topic, I was going, I don't know how I was going to go, especially with Frank on this one. You know, usually I'm perfectly fine with, you know, a tremendous amount of male energy. I think I'm perf- I'm usually more comfortable right. with that element, actually. But with this. You need some backup uh, Yes, Lord. I was going to need, <laughs> you, I need was gonna need you today. Okay. I, Frank going to wild it out. That's what friends are for. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. So, today. We are going to talk about do looks really matter? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, this is going to be good. It's going to be good. And I think it can be approached from several, you know, different angles, you know, whether or not they really matter in relationships or, you know, whether or not you should judge people by their looks or, you know, whether or not you should give people a chance. Um, And, you know, just how much stock should you really put in to looks or whether or not it's fair or you know should there be some kind of a scale you know just how many different ways you can approach that particular topic and I think we should start with the most sensible probably you know Frank giving me the eye so I I I have a ton of opinion on I am not gonna start with (laughs) him I think we're gonna go (laughs) with Terrell first. Yay. <laughs> so what do you think about how much looks matter? Um, so it, the looks conversation can go several different ways. Yes. So you think about looks, okay? Let's start with good looks, okay? Then you have <laughs> bad looks and you have okay looks. Well, we'll start with good looks. So to me, if I'm if we'll 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 use the whole dating scenario, you know that's always a topic that can go fifty million different ways. But when you see a person for the first time, you first lay your eyes on a person, whether it's male or female, and if they look good to you, that's usually a way in to right. be like, hey, how are you? Or hello, my name is, or whatever the introduction is, whatever. And then, and then looks, good looks can be whatever it's what like good look, nice looking face, nice looking hair, nice looking hairstyle, nice looking shape, whatever that means to the person. So once you once you discover that, then I think the next move is to um embark upon a conversation. So I think looks matter because that's usually the first, first thing, especially if it's a kind of a dating situation. So I think looks do matter. I'm waving my hand. Why are you waving your hand? The church finger? No. <laughs> no whole it's hand. not the no. Baptist finger. The whole hand. No, fourth grade, front of the class, waving my hand. I'm ready to Speak. talk. <laughs> you ready to talk? I already. I've never met a stranger. Mm. Okay. You've never met a stranger? No. Mm-mm. Are you agreeing with him or you want to say something? Okay, I'm so anxious to hear what Frank got to say. Come on. Okay. Because he, he over there in his seat, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm waiting on y'all to crown me because I'm king of the ugly. 
King of the ugly. <laughs> right. Who right. told you that? No. I'm the king of the ugly. Who told you you were king of the ugly? Do you date? Listen. We're talking about dating ugly women? Absolutely. Oh. Okay, come oh. on. Oh. See, I'm right. They need love, too. <laughs> oh, so you're ashamed of y'all, see? <laughs> nobody said that they, nobody has even said that they would only date uh, well, we're talking about on air. We're not talking about prerequisite <laughs> conversations. We're just saying right now, he's just talking about when you meet, you know, what, how you judge and all of that. Nobody, everybody hadn't said what their position is. And nobody said that, you I know, have, unattractive people don't need love, too. Somebody should give it to them. We're not just saying, we're just saying that maybe it shouldn't be us is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it should be me. Yeah, well, you know, bless you. So, okay, so I, I look, I want to, I, I want to get into this. So, <laughs> Frank, what you're saying is you like um, attractively challenged women. Attractively challenged, I like that. Come on now, <laughs> however you put it. Okay, so, okay, so what makes them attractive? Uh, you know, attractively challenged, like. When we okay, so my mindset is that there, there's somebody for everybody. everybody you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's somebody for everybody. That's, that's the way I see it. But you know, some people have a type. So, what is your type? I would like to ask. Low hanging fruit. Okay. Okay. All right. What do you mean when you say low hanging fruit? Easy. Huh? That's a whole nother. Not you know what? what that, easy. Look like, right there. No, no, no. Let me let me <laughs> let me roll it back a little bit because y'all y'all taking everything I say and putting y'all spin on it. So it, it's it's depending on what you're looking for as far as uh, body shapes, type. You know that matters more so than looks. And then that brains, it, it, you know, that matters too. Okay. All right. Come on, explain. Y'all looking at me, y'all. Come on. y'all. We, we listen. You know what? <laughs> that makes me remember when I was—I think I was in middle school. One of the DJs used to play this song all the time. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, never make a pretty woman your wife. And from my personal <laughs> point of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. Do y'all remember that? Oh, I don't remember. No, they used man. to play it. They used to play it on one on one in the morning. That, don't that sound That's like? Terrible. They used to play it on one on one in the morning when I was on my way they to would, school. They would be in the radio station. They played it. They, they used to play that in the morning on my way to school. That sounds like a y'all really need to sad. y'all need to look it up. Girl, yes. that sounds like a, a blues song. I know they used to play it. Don't even you know. Yeah, I wish we had called in if the phone I, be ringing off the hook right now. They'd be like, "Yes, I remember that." Yes. Oh wow. I I guess I don't put much stock into looks, right? Because why though? Be, because it has been uh, um, it has been. The way I look at things, you, you tie up a lot of time in looks, you know, trying to cater to a person's looks because <clears throat> the more people tell them, oh, you fine, you this, you that, they get the big head. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time for all that. I like a genuine person. And I find that the attractively uh, challenged. challenged people are more genuine than the ones that uh so called beautiful. Mm. They they are real. Hmm. Cause they know they ugly and they, they get down, you know <laughs> they real with it. Well then, I'm gonna tell you, but sometimes I understand what you're saying. Let me just say that. That 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 does have a certain amount of validity to it. But also the flip side of that is I know a lot of people who are pretty who are wonderful people, who are very genuine people. And like, okay, if nobody ever tells me I'm pretty again in my life, it doesn't matter because I look at myself every day. I affirm myself every day. I don't have to hear it from anyone else. Confidence has to come from the inside. If you base how you feel about yourself on what other people say, we all in trouble. 
Then the flip side of that is I know a plethora of um, challenged people who have no idea. They ugly. I'm like. Those are the worst ones. They they have no idea. And I'm going to tell you this, this, this. Just because your friend find don't mean you are. No, but I'm going to tell you what what gets me. Well, let me just say this. No one, no one should have a funky attitude. There's no reason for anybody to be ugly or unkind to anybody. Let let that be my first disclaimer. Stop poking my baby mama in the eye. However, nothing, nothing irritates me more. Than a nasty acting unattractive. Why you got a stank attitude? You need to be sweet. You ain't got nothing else going. <laughs> you for need you. to talk I, nice. Why, why are you acting so ugly with people? What else you got going for you? That's everybody at the driver's license tag place. I'm like, why? Everybody. You? I, I'm like, but then I realize they're angry because they know. <laughs> they know deep down inside. They, huh? they know, and they're angry about they, they it. They fighting back tears. Huh? Yes. It really, yes, yes, yes. That, so that's what it is. But but ultimately, I think that in in the bigger scheme of things, you know, you should not mistreat a person because of how they look. You know, you should not hold a person to a higher standard because of how they look. But in the final ana- analysis, I think that everybody has a right to like what they like. So if you don't want a girl with an eye in the middle of her forehead, that's fine. Yeah, I draw the line right there. You know. <laughs> I mean, but. One of my baby mama's cockeyed, and you know. So it's all good. They got corrected surgery for she, that. She though. had it. But it's, it's, that I still wonder a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? It go, you know. But you know, especially when she get mad. <laughs> but so here's something I got. A, I got a question for you. What is um? I don't want to use this term, but it is a term that we all know. Ugly. What What is ugly? Like, how do you define that? I'm asking, this is a question for you. <laughs> how, like, what is what is your definition <laughs> of, of ugly? Like, what, what what do you see ugly as? <laughs> it's just just for conversation purposes. <laughs> well. I, I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. I but really, you said you were the king of ugly. I am. Yes. I'm the so that king means of the you've ugly. seen what you've seen ugly before. I, I hear the chatter. <laughs> I hear the chatter when, it, when she walked by. When she walked. It's, it's, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> so you're so you're there to uh, make the um, attractively challenged, aka ugly people, feel pretty. Is that what you do? No. Loved, no. make them feel loved. Loved, oh, right. okay. You make them feel loved, okay. right? Ain't no wrong to see. Poke we out need chest a little bit like, with me. You say, "Girl, listen, you ugly to everybody else, but you fine to me." That's what you tell. Me. <laughs> That's what you tell. Me. <laughs> you don't do that. Don't worry about. What Please they don't, about do, your don't, baby. Don't, don't, don't Don't worry about that. <laughs> you with me, baby? <laughs> she over there in the corner crying, but she knows she can come to you and, and right. get love. That's right. Poke that chest out. <laughs> Raise it head up. Don't, don't For some reason, I, I I don't want to believe you though. Like I really think that's like a joke. Is need, that for real? You need, need to go back to my Mm-mm. track right He's now. not lying. He's telling the truth. <laughs> I've seen the You've seen that. straight face. Oh. He's not lying. Okay. So now, so let's so when you see a attractive person, do you give them the same love too? Yeah. But he, I ain't gonna waste no time. On them. He pick on the attractive people. He picks on. He picks on. Well, them. you got to tear them down to build them back up. You know. What I'm it don't work. If you already got someone on the ground floor, you know you don't. It ain't, you ain't got. <laughs> it ain't hard. It ain't down. hard to build it up if you that's start. Right. That's, that's right. just like a, a rehab, right? If right. you start on a blank lot, that's right. It's easy to that's build, right. and if you got to take something, you got to knock and it down and start it, over again. Discovering all the problems they got and this and that, and yeah, right. So check this out, y'all. So here's something to add. So um. For real, so do looks really matter? So here's another way to spin that. All right, so uh, I used to work at this place part time. I don't want to say the name of the place. No, I say the name. No, I don't say the name. So no, uh, no, no, no. So um, um, this guy that was the boss at the place that I used to work. Well, I didn't say it, so somebody may know. But anyway, he told me that he focuses on hiring attractive individuals, mm-hmm. men and women. Because when people come into the store, not only are they 
purchasing the item that they're purchasing, but they're also there to see this attractive looking person. So this is something that has been proven. Like this is something that they mm-hmm. taught them at their training, like right. as, as an owner. So how do you, how do you all feel about that? When he told me this, he told me this, I was like, you know what? But that's true. Everybody in here do look that, good. That's true. A lot of businesses build their model, their marketing models, based on beauty. And um, I saw a documentary documentary on Abercrombie and Fitch. Remember that store mm-hmm. way yeah. back in the day? Mm-hmm. But where they had in the employee's model, you know, in the employee handbook, there was a type that they looked for. They right. looked for... Typecast. Yeah, you know, blonde, blue, Fit, uh, you know, somebody when you you this was the store where attractive people, you know, in, in their range um, would shop. So it, it is true that so people come in wanting when they buy clothes, right. they want to look like they want to look like that. Like they're uh, the I can I can think of several. Yeah. Um, like make makeup a, stores. Yeah, that make a bit of sense that nobody want a nappy head beautician. You know, somebody with and doing their the best, nails, though. right? Everybody right. doing their nails, and, they, and the and the beautician. I mean, the nail tech chew on their nails, right? Oh, right. Oh, so I mean, I do believe that you know it's not necessarily anything wrong with having that type of business model um, where you want. To have your stores well represented, you know, with attractive people, that's that's not a bad thing. But I don't think it should be everything, you know. So let me ask you this. So have you all ever met someone that you didn't find cute at all, but they were so kind to you that they could sell you anything that you enjoyed and loved talking to this person? Right. Right. So, you know, looks don't matter. Now, and I'll, I'll say, like, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm probably going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> I've been in makeup stores where at first I felt funny about buying makeup from men. Right. Because I felt like as a woman, <clears throat> you shouldn't really know how to tell me how to put my foundation on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I've also learned that they was putting on foundation better than bitches that I did know. <laughs> so, I mean, so, <laughs> so it was kind of okay. But, you know, I've met so many people. Now, I guess y'all didn't ask me the question, so I answered. Does looks matter? I think in my personal relationships, um, they have or have not mattered if that makes sense. So when I was young, I had a type. I wanted him tall. I wanted him dark. I wanted him I wanted him all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not the model now. That's not, not what that's well, not how the did, model why did it why did it change? How did it change? <laughs> because I'll be honest with you and I'm not saying everybody's like this. Life. I, yeah, life changed and then I also realized that, you know, those were very often problematic relationships for me because, you know, I'm the girl and you the guy and you want to be the trophy dude. Hello, light. (laughs) You want to be the trophy dude. You know, you want everybody looking at you. You want all the attention on you. And I come from old school where, you know, y'all should be able to shine together and, you know, you put your woman on a pedestal, not I got to put him on. On a pedestal and was using my bath products and one woman. I even had one person tell me one time, well, one woman's trash is another woman's treasure. And my response was, you can go on with that panda trash eating ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to get a little personal. <laughs> I was about to get a little personal. But uh, pull yeah. It pull it back. Yeah, well, let me put it back. But no, to me nowadays as I've gotten older Yes, I believe you want to have someone that you're attracted to, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. It's you know, skin deep too. That's I mean, right. It, you know, Bobby Woman said it best. Yeah. You know, you you ain't gonna always be sweet sixteen. So sure, you surely are not. Right. But now some people, you know, grow in grace now. With gravity, uh, gravity always takes its course. Now gravity may take, but now you got some people. There are some people like Sean Connery and Billy D who, to me, were funny looking when they were young. The older they got. 
the better looking they got. You just some like people, old men. No, right. some people look better. I'm telling you, somebody else looked better to me. Cicely Tyson was funny looking when she was younger. Mm. As she got older, Earth she kid. looked better. You know, some people look better as they get older. But, you know, I was thinking about what Tony said when I was <laughs> when I was younger. I had a boyfriend that was um, he was challenged in the looks department. And I got to say that at this age, I would not date someone that looked like him. And I'm not proud to say that, but at, at the age that I dated him, I was not looking to get married. I was not looking to have children. And I would not have risked having children with him because he had very strong features okay. and very strong genes that appear to um, be um, repetitive <laughs> uh, generation after generation. <laughs> and uh, I had translation been, everybody in his family. And, and I had been warned by my grandmother uh, to not um, bring home any um Ugly grandchildren, and I respect what my grandmother told me. And but when I tell you, when I tell you that he was the sweetest, most complimentary, kindest person I've ever known, and you couldn't look past that for that. That ain't the only thing. Hold your horse, it gets better. So. He was, and everybody in my family loved him, loved him. But everybody in my family also agreed that I shall not have children with him. So time went on and we were the same age. So I assumed that we were in the same grade and we were approaching our senior year. Mm hmm. And I was wondering why he hadn't asked me to the prom. Mm. And I was like, hmm. Then I found out. Can't even remember how I found out. But he hadn't asked me to the prom because this joker was still in the ninth grade. Ooh, and I was in the twelfth grade. He had failed three times. Mm. So he was gone oh. because not only was he not cute, but he was not smart. smart. So that was out. We remained friends because he was extremely, he was just a good guy. You know, we remained friends. He remained a friend of the family. My brother would kick it with him. I mean, he was the kind that I could call him at any time and be like, my grandmama's sick, can you come drive to Nantucket with me to go take a one Tylenol? And he would do, I mean, he was just that kind of guy. Good person. But good person. I'm curious. But he would always, I mean, he was the kind that, I mean, always complimentary. I mean, but I have dated guys since then mm -hmm. that were, I mean, I could have on new clothes. He would always notice when I had on something new, when I changed my hair, if I had on a new fragrance. He noticed. He studied you. He, he studied That me. is correct. He noticed everything. I, I got a question. Yes. What grade are you in now? He is dead now. Wow. Yeah, he died about 15 of years. Of a broken heart. No. Cold. He well that's another story for yeah, another Yeah, that's another story, that's another for, story another for another day. day. But he he's dead now. But he he was you know, he very complimentary and I I have I've never known anybody as attentive or as complimentary as, and he was the kind of person that was complimentary to anybody. I mean, to mm -hmm. other right. men, you know, he was just that kind of person, you know, but you are right that, but I, you're right in that other men who have that kind of the same confidence that you have don't, but I'm the kind of person, even though I'm confident compliment other men right i compliment other women i just do that for other people right but i found that sometimes when you're with another man that's attractive a lot of times men don't compliment you as much mm -hmm. because they notice how other men respond to you right they're trying to dim your light yeah they and feel like you're a little bit too confident anyway and they don't as yes. if, as if is, them yes. complimenting you gonna break your confidence anyway. But you know, that's again another topic. But 
I but the whole ugly thing is is relative. But um when we we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna talk about basically really both being attractive and being unattractive is relative. And so when we come back, we're going to talk about how relative those things are, depending on who you're talking to. We will be back with a busy and unbothered podcast after this break. If you think this show is great, check out our other podcasts under 118media.com. You can find out bios, what we have going on, the various podcasts and all the different genres and how we're growing. And if you're interested in podcasting, we can help you with that too. So check out 118media.com. That's www.118media.com. Or check us out on Facebook. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And we hope you enjoy your listening. Now let's get back to this podcast. From breaking, you are with the Busy and Unbothered Podcast, brought to you by 118 Media. We were talking right before we went to break, and um, I was saying that the the whole unattractive and attractive thing is a, a relative thing. Uh, T. Reezy had asked a question a few minutes ago about uh, what exactly was ugly, since you said you were king of the uglies. And I wanted to touch on that, on about whether or not, or the fact that I think that uh, being unattractive and attractive is a relative thing, depending on who you're talking to or who you're judging. So um, would you agree with that, T. Reezy, about it being relative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is very relative because, you know, so the thing I feel about it is, um, let's just say if you have an, attract, an, an attractive person, well, if I think your nose is too big for your face, <laughs> then that could be something that would make me feel like, well, this person is unattractive because her nose is too big. Or somebody may think that my forehead is too big. Mm. So you got certain features on a person that the other person may feel um it's a bit much it's a bit much you know you got one particular thing so i so trying to define um what unattractive or quote-unquote ugly you know i say the word ugly loosely because that's just kind of funny to me yeah i don't really i really don't think no one is quote-unquote ugly just to be real i think everybody has their own um personal styles and looks that the good man upstairs has blessed us with However, some of us ain't blessed. Though. Well, no, 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 no. You're blessed if you got blinking mm-hmm. eyes and um, um, wiggling fingers. That means you are blessed, my good sir. But so, but but you may not have an attractive hairline, or <laughs> you may not. Your eyes may be a little bigger than the one person made. Or like Brandy, kind of spaced out. You know, you <laughs> one eye like just- you know. I, the singer Brandy? Yeah. I never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Spaced out? Let me Google yeah. this. Hold on. Yeah, so so for so yes, I think it I think it can be relative, yes, to answer your question. And and, and because of that, that still plays into what I can't remember which one of y'all said. It may have been the one of the sensible things you said today, Franco, <laughs> about it's somebody for everybody. But then it makes me think back on what you said when we first opened up about you being king of the uglies, which I know just like I know some people personally who will only date fat women or a man that will only date ugly women. Now, when that is a person's claim to fame, when you will only date a woman that you perceive as having a low self-esteem, I think it's because you got one. No, I don't think weight has anything to do with self-esteem. What is when 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 someone says I will only date a woman that is this or I will only date a woman. Number one, that's an unfair stereotype that you would assume that this woman is going to be low maintenance or have no because in these this day and time sometimes you, I didn't came across some women weigh 300 pounds and baby that confidence is up there mm-hmm. I mean she that confidence Lizzo. up there like she 36 24 36 Lizzo. and she ain't having it so you can't always make those you know stereotypical assumptions about people you know so you can't assume that because a woman is 
unattractive, that she knows it and that she's going to carry herself like she knows that she's unattractive. You can't assume that because a woman is heavy that or because a man is heavy that he's going to like you said, people treat you like a trick. They can't assume that because you're vertically challenged or whatever, that you're going to have some kind of, you know, warped sense of who you are and that they could take advantage of you. They don't know Franco like I know Franco. They don't know that you're not going to do nothing you don't want to do. They don't know that you feel like being with you is a privilege. So in the same way that they can't make assumptions about who you are and what you're going to put up with, you can't make assumptions about who they are and what they're going to put up with. And this is the thing. Look at all the assumptions you have made about these women. How they done worked out for you. You didn't have successful relationships with these women. It ain't working out for you. Who, who you talking about? Well, whoever the ugliest that you picking. Well, because if because if it was successful, you wouldn't have so most, many relationships. Most 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 of uh the relationships I've been in, we we pretty cool. Now you talking about baby mamas, that's a whole nother story. They, oh they think I owe them something. You know, it's different. You know what I'm talking about? How they look? How they look? Ugly. All, all your baby inside mama. and out. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you you but you inside and out. You hear me? You selected them though. Now, right. wrong with and someone you like, can't be calling your children mama ugly. You paying the dozens with your children. Mama. Do any of your I children pay them look every like they mama? I can. Do any of your children look like they mama? I'm gonna say no. My kids are all right till they get grown and something different. But oh lord, you said they all right. Yeah, they all right. <laughs> <laughs> They all right. So who the they look part. like then? I don't know. Oh my god! So if they don't look like the mama, they they better look. They better look some. They better resemble me in some type of way. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna help them find their daddy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is so hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. You, I got like hey, fifty statements smirking. that just hit me. <laughs> look, go on, Sam. He the king of the ugly. He can take it. So okay. so Damn. so. Do you consider yourself attractive? I don't know. You don't really, know. I ain't never really. Has anybody? Has anybody? I ain't into men. Well, that's okay if you are. It ain't my business. I'm talking about you. Have you do? How do you consider yourself? Look, uh, I can pull whatever I want. Do okay. So that means you consider yourself attractive. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I consider like, I consider myself attractive, but I I'm, think I'm we off all the, should consider. Like, I don't should. I don't put a whole lot of stock into clothes into or anything else. Because all is superficial. Yeah, well, you know? that's packaging. You know what I'm saying? Like well, clothes, clothes and, looks, and all of that stuff. Looks, it's, it's looks don't last forever. It, they they surely do not. They, they so, surely do not. I mean, nothing lasts forever. No, no, you no. Know, we, we had this conversation before. But I don't put stock into things that come and go. Right, 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 so, right, right. So being a king of ugly really doesn't matter because it's not necessarily that you're putting stock in the attractiveness of that person, you actually saw something else in them at, at that time. To me, it's like the the attractiveness, if, if they're so attractive and everyone thinks they're attractive, then you have to get to that real person. And that mm. real person might be ugly. Right. I mean, right. You, you might can't stand that person. But they have built up all these layers of who they're supposed to be to other people. And that's what that's why I say genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, when you meet somebody who know what it what it is, they're genuine. Right. And that's that's cool with me. That's that's what I care more about than anything. I mean, I can get that because I want, you know, <laughs> like I want people to always like me for who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like at at the core of who Tony is, not for any other reason. You know what I'm saying? Not because like, oh, she's cute or, oh, she, you know, has this going on for her. I want them to like me genuinely for who I am. You know what I'm saying? Because just like money, you know, things fade over time, you know. Come so Yeah, they come again. Like, so you can be up one day and down the next or something happened to you or whatever. And then, then you know, people that aren't with you for genuine reasons gone. may be gone, you know. So for me, it's always been I've wanted people to, like, be around me and like me and be friends with me and, and love me for you know, who I am, not because they thought, you know, that I was necessarily cute. But I will also say with that is that 
you know, it's not just attractively challenge people that have issues. Thank you. If you are attractive, people judge you. People judge too. you Thank for you. that as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they catch you something. Yeah, yeah most catch. definitely. All that is she thinks she cute. She did. She that. She Why did. is it she that? Think, that's yeah. the first thing. First of all, I think everybody, just like y'all said, should have some self esteem about themselves that they think that they, in their own mind, are the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. It is nothing wrong with you thinking and having in your mind that you have things to offer you know physically emotionally mentally yes you are supposed to think that you're awesome but I do think that it is very wrong to judge someone based solely on their appearance especially I'm not gonna say especially but when they're attractive because there's so many stereotypes that come with people that are attractive and that goes with men and women. Yeah, you can get a, a somebody fine, beautiful. They broken. Yeah. Open that, yeah. You open that box up, broken. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look shattered like some, <laughs> some right. Christmas ornaments yeah. rattling around Ooh. that box, you know. But no, I just and and Ton did have you what what has been your experience, because I always say you're a pretty girl, you know. So, what has been your experience? I beg to differ. You, you just pick on. Uh, you're gonna stop picking on my friend. Let me tell you this. <laughs> let, let me go and put my my. I'm gonna answer your question in a minute. But Frank, Frank absolutely adores me. I know. Frank is the president, the treasurer, and the sergeant at arms of my fan club. Do you hear me? He prints the t-shirts. Oh, he paid for them. That's so awesome. He distributes them. He has a life-size poster of me in his room, not on the wall, but <laughs> on the ceiling. Oh, conf- she conf- said conf- on the ceiling. So it is the last thing. Right next to MC Light. Before he goes to sleep. <laughs> he loves me. Can I get a fan? Look, if that's the case, can I get a fan club like that? So, whoever listening, I'd like a fan club like that. Can I get a fan club like that? Frank is ride or die for me as I am for him. Correct. Yeah. He just like to talk shit. (laughs) More than a little bit. That is my one cussing word (laughs) on air for today. (laughs) Today. You're welcome. But, (laughs) I have... And um, look, my mama who is sitting on the sidelines today but not recording can attest to this. I have been blessed all my life with good friends. Mm -hmm. And most of my friends I have had all of my life Mm -hmm. or at least 20 years. I have phenomenal friends. And for whatever reason, I connect with people really quickly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is, um, but I do. And I've just discovered, and for whatever reason, I seem to draw in strong people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I seem to draw in people who are like-minded kind of people. I'm sorry. I got one more cussing word, but it's the, and it's not the same one I use, but a wig bitch can't stand me. <laughs> if, if you ain't got no sense of who you are, we ain't going to make it. Right. But if you, if you insecure or, you know, but you know, we had someone we both know mm. who thought that we wouldn't mesh well. Right. Because they made a, a, an assumption about you. And I told them that strong, you know, women love me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here come the third one. But a weak bitch can't stand me. <laughs> I understand. You know, so and I usually get along with people who are headstrong mm-hmm. because we usually have a mutual respect for each other. Right. You know, and so and it's the same with men. I grew up in a family with a lot of men with strong male presence with my grandfathers and my uncles, you know, and so I'm very comfortable with men. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect with men for men. I didn't grow up with a mother that 
men bashed, even when she wasn't having successful relationships with men. I ain't never heard my mama sit up, and I grew up in a beauty shop. I'm a beauty shop, baby. I ain't never heard my mama sit up, men ain't this, and men that, and men that, and they this. My mama never did that. So I have a lot of respect for men. I'm very comfortable with men. Men since that, men are drawn to me, which has gotten me in trouble because I'm comfortable communicating and being around men. So I have a lot of male friends. So every now and then I will find myself in the midst of someone who is not as comfortable with themselves as I am. And they may have an issue. I don't have an issue because that's another thing I don't do. I don't use the word friend loosely. That's correct. I know the difference between a friend and an, an associate. associate. You know, so if I call you, call you a friend, then I think a lot of you. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't had, I've been very blessed in the friend department. I really, really have. I have friends that have been like family. I mean, I got sick five years ago and they thought my kidneys was going to fail on me. And I had friends getting tested trying to give me a kidney mm. when I didn't have family getting tested. Yeah, You know, so I have, I have been very, very blessed in the friend department. So let so. me ask from this, I, I want a, a male's perspective now. So, so what about, you know, you, um, Tweezy and Frank, like when it and, and I guess it's kind of like a different dynamic, but y'all are to me y'all are attractive men, you. you know. So, but do y'all have problems out of other men that hate on y'all for some shape, form, or fashion? And how do men kind of deal? Because the way women deal with it is a little bit different from how men may deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I cannot think of a scenario at this very moment to where I had a man or a buddy or a friend or a partner hate on me for some particular reason. Um, if it was done, I don't, I don't, it wasn't done in my presence or, um, I don't recall hearing about it. Now I'm certain that I'm certain that it has probably happened before, you know, but when I think about like looks for an example like for me i walk around with like all of the confidence in the world and when it comes to just me that's just my personality but i still have um a small insecurity myself my own personal self so i use one 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 example like i'm knock need and i've always been knock need and i have hated that all mm-hmm. of my life literally so i be jealous of my friends that are not knock knee. I feel like I'm the only. What are you doing? You, 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 I wish I could have seen what he just did with his fingers. So like that's mad because you can catch him. <laughs> Run off and leave you, man. So so that's something for me. So I, that I, I've never had a scenario that I can think of where somebody was was hating on me that I knew for a fact. So I can't really, and that's just only at this very moment. It may come back to me in the next second or two. But I think with men, you know, I can look at, well, let me say this, even if it's not from a physical perspective, I can, I know both of you and some of the things that you guys do in business and how successful you both are in your own right with some of, some of the things that you guys do. I'm pretty sure y'all get some hate mm-hmm. from a success. <laughs> if it's not even a looks point, y'all most definitely get some hate. Well, I had somebody tell me once I was arrogant, and I'm just like, he didn't know he was talking to my brother when he said it. Okay. And he said, he arrogant. I was like, I know what I know. You you know, that's intellect. You can't right. take that from somebody. There was somebody insecure that said that. Mm-hmm. Because when your confidence meets someone else's insecurity, then you become arrogant. Mm. Yeah. That's a that's I, a very think, good, big I, term that they use for men. He's arrogant. He's cocky. He thinks he knows everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. I know what I know, and I'm not afraid to tell you. I don't know. We figured it out, though. I, I can call so-and-so, so-and-so. But I, I never quite understood that one but that made that makes a lot of sense so Mm -hmm. why he said that Mm -hmm. i mean you know we never like to me i don't when you don't come from a uh, a place of jealousy 
you don't you really, don't understand you don't understand, yeah, you, don't you, don't understand. Yeah, right. you know when you, you understand you, hate. yeah you don't when you don't come from a place of jealousy you don't come from a place of hate you don't come from a place of uh taking on other people's insecurities and making them your own those are things you just simply just do not understand you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's just like I, and I've said this so many times, I always want to see everybody do well. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I come through the door. How, thank you. How did this go? Asked you how your event went. Mm -hmm. How did that, you know, call him and ask him how his events go. I always want to see people do well because it doesn't come from a place of hate. It doesn't come from a place of, well, I didn't do it. I didn't make that money. No, that's not me. You know, I want to see, especially all my friends, I'm almost want to see Everybody, I want to see y'all sell all the tickets out, all the chicken fingers. <laughs> I want the chicken man to sell all the dips. I want, look, I was asking Tanya how her brunch was the other day. You know, I've even off to say, look now, you know, if you need me to put on that little waiter outfit, I can put on some <laughs> little black and white and come through. But no, that's because I don't understand, you know, I don't understand hate. I only understand success and um wanting to see everybody really because it's, it's enough out here for all of it it really it is, is. It, it is. really 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 is and so since, since you're talking about that so like i'm i'm kind of the same way i like to um uplift people uh pour positivity positivity in people just you know giving compliments and hey man that's a nice shirt man that's a Man, that's, man, what made you do your hair like that? That's cool. I like that. I might want to try my beard like that, which it don't grow. But, you know, just saying, look, look, just I always I try my best to do that as well. Just, you know, complimenting people, uplifting people, especially when you don't know what a person is going through. And I've I've ran into situations to where giving somebody a compliment helped them um, through their day because they may have started the day off on the wrong mm-hmm. foot, woke up on the wrong side of the bed, having some health challenges, some mental challenges or whatever. And then just to hear a compliment or to hear, you know, um, something positive, it kind of uplifts them. So, yeah, I like I like I, I'm like that, too. Yeah. We don't, we, don't, we don't come from hate. No, we don't we come from, you know, speaking life into others yeah, is what we do is what we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I everybody here can honestly say that. You know, we do speak life in into the uh, into each other as often as we see each other because to me it's just important. You know, mm-hmm. just that's, that's just what we do. Yeah, I know, um, especially that with Frank and even with with Tim. I, I lately everybody has had something, whether it be me, Frank, you know, Terrell, and it's just. On a whim, I can call Frank about something. He be in the midst of something. You know, I deposit something into him or he'll deposit something into me. I call Terrell or we bump into each other at an event. He has to deposit something into me, you know, or something is going on, you know, with Terrell or whatever. You know, but, you know, those kinds of things are, are important because you never know. Very You know, important. and what made me come up, you know, with this topic, I was talking to another one of my friends and she had a coworker and she has a coworker who everybody feels is absolutely gorgeous. And the girl is, you know, and she was saying that what's so crazy is, but everybody at work kind of hates on this girl. You know, the 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 girls at work pick her apart with, you know, she said a girl came out of the restroom the other day and her skirt was messed up in the back. And instead of somebody saying something to her about it, they they were snickering, you know, and the guys objectify her all the time, Mm. you know. And so she really doesn't. And the one friend that she had at work got transferred to the Texas office, the girl that she was really close to. And she said the girl was sitting at her desk the other day and she said she just looked so pitiful. And she said she was all red in the face. And she said she asked her, was she okay?" And she said the girl just broke down crying. Mm. And she was like, you know, what's wrong? And come to find out the girl's grandmother had died the week before. Mm. And she was saying, then she started talking to her and the girl's grandmama had died and her mama had been in a coma because she had COVID and her um, sister had just came out 
And the family was giving her a hard time. So she had all of this stuff going on. And she was just saying, and the girl's not from here. And she was saying that the girl really had no friends at work. And the one friend she had was gone. And she said all of these people were treating her funny, not because the girl had a stank attitude, because they made all these assumptions about her because she was pretty. Mm. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So we had this long conversation about looks and people talk about how the world can be cruel to ugly people. And I'm like, the world can be cruel to pretty people yeah. too. The world can be cruel. The world can be cruel, period. 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 You know, and that's what made me think. And right after I got off the phone with her, I I was texting T. Reezy about the possible topics for the day. And I put that one in there. Mm -hmm. You know, do looks really matter? And they they come up in everything. They come up in work, in relationships, and people assessing whether or not you apply for a job, and people assessing whether or not you're you're qualified because they think you just got the job. You just, you know, people assume that when you're a woman, you got moved up because you're pretty instead of the fact that you really are smart, that you really are qualified. You know, so it comes up in all aspects of life. And, And is it really to judge anybody? Is it fair to judge anybody based on how they look? You know, absolutely it really not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. I, I got one. I want to jump in. So you're right. You should not judge a person how they look. However, here's a scenario I thought about. Let's just say you're at the corner of 385 and Riverdale at the light. And there's a person holding a piece of paper or cardboard with some words on it. And the words read, homeless, anything will help. And this person has on, um, the shirt is beat up, pants have holes in them. They may or may not have any shoes on, hair all over the place. Their face looks like they've not had a bath in like two or three days. The first thing that a person is probably going to do is lock their doors because they may think that this person is going to harm them. Looks can matter that way as well because you really don't really you really don't know what this person is really up to. They may be homeless or they may be up to something no maybe up to no good. People out there like right front so another example um you got people that break into people's houses and cars. Usually they look a certain type of way. Usually, not all the time. You know, you may not see a person breaking in somebody's house wearing a suit and tie with a nice haircut <laughs> with some um cohans on. It might be somebody wearing something um that may look like it's a little more comfortable to run and jump in the window or bust a window out of it. So when you see that person, sometimes you look at that person and you say, Okay, wait a minute. This person like they about to break in my they about to steal or they about to rob me. Let me lock my door, let me put my hand on my pistol or whatever. Judging people. Judging people. Yeah. However, so the question I have is that in in that particular situation, is it safe to judge a person how they look? I wanna I mean judge a person on how they look never. they look like that? Never. Never? Well, I'ma say this now as far as the money thing. I give people on the side of the road money all the time, but I come from a different place because I had an uncle that was homeless and on the street. And the Mm. way I would always think is when he's out there, Mm. I want somebody to be kind to him. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I have to do it. You know, um, I don't question whether or not they really are homeless. Mm. I just know I'm giving it with the right spirit. So I do it. Because of how long my uncle was out there, mm-hmm. you know, so I do that. But I grew up in Orange, man. People looking dusty don't scare me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that doesn't. And when I see people that you know that doesn't bother me at all. So you know, and a, a young hooded, uh, you know, black. Guy walking past me does not make me clutch my purse. I realize that's not the testimony for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, but that that doesn't that doesn't scare me. I don't assume I'm raising a young black man. So and I know what kind of boy I got. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't bother me when I see somebody dressed in an urban way, you know, walking past me. Um, but. I I do understand in the climate we live in when people who are not 
as exposed to those things, get nervous. I understand when a woman is 70 year, years old out in the grocery store and a young man looking a little scraggly walk past her, makes her clutch her purse. Mm-hmm. I certainly understand it during the holidays. I, I mm-hmm. think with that, I think for me, it's not necessarily judging the person based on their looks or how they it's almost the climate that you're in nowadays you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. all we're seeing nowadays is can you cut on the news without seeing somebody that the car has been broken into you know they done done a smash and grab i'm not looking at how you dress i'm looking at the fact of where what, i am yeah, what's going on and where i am you know yeah. memphis so, tennessee yeah you know i mean even though crime is everywhere, it just seems like, just like you were saying, like we're coming up on the holiday seasons. You know, you may need to change some things around. I'll be honest with you. I don't care who you look like or what you look like. My hand is on that pistol as I'm walking. If you walking past me, God, girl, because these bras will rob you the same way these dudes will. They will. You know, uh, sure so will. I'm not passing judgment on what they look like. It's the circumstances and the climate that we live in nowadays that makes my behavior a little bit different. That's good. Yeah. And that that was good. That was good because you you, you put it out there from a a totally different perspective when it comes to looks. Because you're like you said, your way of looking at it is totally different from a 70 year old woman that may be out in the grocery store because she may clutch her purse because she sees somebody that she may think maybe up to no good which there are some out there that are up to no good every single day we see it on the news but that was just a question it was a thought that i had about looks because sometimes when you see the news and they talk about somebody robbed somebody or carjacked or whatever when they put that mug shot on the screen it's not always the same looking person. It is mm-hmm. right. It's a whole bunch of different yeah. people. Mm-hmm. You got people on there mean mugging. You got people on there smiling for the camera like it's a, mm-hmm. uh, a selfie. Like, wait a minute, you just got arrested. But, you know, it's <laughs> just that was a thought. Yeah. So that was, that was a thought. That was a good one. I think in, in the final analysis, you have to, everybody has to do what's right for them. You know, you have to just ha- hope you have some kind of, you know, self-awareness and discernment. You know, give people the same amount of fairness you won't give into you. Nobody's perfect. Everybody got something about themselves they don't like. You know, you may feel like you, your face is fine, but like I got about 30 pounds I want to drop, you know, or my hairline is receding or my hair thin or I'm not need or I'm slew foot or I'm both of them like I am. You know, you, everybody got something. You know, in the same way you want to be judged on who you are, you know, you got to be you got to give other people the opportunity. But the flip side of that is nobody knows who people are when you first see them. What draws you in is what you see. And I personally don't think it's anything wrong with liking what you like. The problem is, is when you make people feel less than. You know, is when you put people down because of something that they possess or don't possess. That's that's the problem is when you're ugly to people because of what or who they are or what they look like. That's the problem that we have to be mindful of. But um, I think that everybody, you know, just needs to be think about that in their treatment of others. But thank you all. I think that um, we got a lot covered um, and that we kind of dove deep into all the aspects of of looks and and you know just all the different ways that you can consider them and you know and just to think about how you treat people going forward. Um, thank you, Franco, for adding some humor. No problem. As usual. As long as you agree, ugly is okay. <laughs> we're gonna work. We're gonna do like T. Reeves said and, and work on not using that ugly word quite as often. Okay. Thank you, T. Reason, for joining us again. Thank you so very much. I had a wonderful time again on this podcast with you guys. And thank you, as always, to our wonderful producer, the wonderful Tony Hayes. You guys are so welcome. Thank you for having me. This has been a great show. And thank you to our listeners. Thank you all for listening and tuning in to the 
Beefy and Unbothered Podcast. Please join us again. Bye. Peace. Holla. This has been a 118 Media Production.